Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Raindrops on roses and whiskers on kittens. Bright copper kettles and warm woolen mittens. Brown paper packages tied up with strings. These are a few of my favorite things. Hi, I'm Kevin David Thomas. And I'm Rob Schneider. And this is Throwback Thursday. Happy Throwback Thursday. It's time for my favorite things and Rob's favorite things and everyone's favorite things. <laughs> what are your favorite things? How come you never tell us? Let us know. When, yeah, tell us what you love. Tell us. We're lonely over here. I know. I want to know what shows you guys like. I'm Rory. <laughs> oh, so so Rory. Rory. Team America is a hysterical movie. Actually, I, I haven't seen it since it came out, and I think I need to revisit it again. Oh, it's very funny. I think I think yeah. it's a fantastic film. Um, thank you for joining Critics Corner. I'm Rob. That was- <laughs> Talk to y'all next week. Oh my gosh! Take care. Bye. <laughs> now, how are you, Rob? I am good. I am really good. Okay. It is spring. Spring is here. Oh, finally. Right? Finally, it's taking a while. I know. Spring is here. What's that song? <laughs> I don't know. Then what why am I so blue? <laughs> you were like you were like Virginia Woolf. You're like you were like what's that song? What's that, what's what's that, that song? from? What's, what's a that dump? What a dump? What's that from, George? <laughs> <laughs> That's such a good. Do you know what I like to listen to sometimes? Huh? The record of the original cast of that. Yes, isn't that amazing? Oh man! So for our listeners who are unaware, they used to, and quite frequently, they used to record um, many of the great plays and then sell those sell those records. So the original cast of Virginia Woolf, Knock Wood, was recorded, and you could hear. Uta Hagen and Ugh. Arthur Hill and uh, George Grizzard. Gosh. God, it's such a good book. And it's so different. I think it's more it's it's more comic. Oh, yeah, definitely. On the record than it is in the movie. The movie's yeah. actually a little darker yeah. than the uh than the album. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's but it's I think it's fascinating. I would have I mean, killed it's... to have seen. You know, Elaine Stritch played Martha oh, for a yeah. long time. I would love to. Can you imagine Elaine Stritch's Ooh, Martha? Oh, she would have been so like volatile and like and then unpredictable. And they say the one that Amelda Staunton is doing in London right now is breathtaking. I love her. Boy, she is she's special. She's doing really well for herself, isn't she? That gypsy. Did you watch that gypsy? Oh, I got to I was very lucky. I got to watch it being edited. 
So oh, I got right. to see it. Because Lonnie Price, who I work for um, every once in a while, directed the television version I of it in London. That. And he was kind enough to invite me to the editing oh, process. That's cool. Oh, was it fantastic. But that, and I think it's going to come here. But first, she's going to do Follies at the National. Uh, which is also very exciting. Yeah. So good for Imelda Staunton. She's special. She she really is a special performer. And if you haven't, check out that Gypsy, you guys, that was on oh, PBS. Yeah. Um, I I still have it um, DVR'd, but it, it's it's fantastic. It is. She It's a very special performance. Yeah. She's, she's a special performer. Great actor. She's a great actor. Great I'm a little concerned because they want to bring that here, and I'm hoping that it'll sell... Tickets. I'm that was the concern, right? With that, her yeah, name wasn't that, big enough star power. Yeah, Even though it's like she was in the Harry Potter movies, but yeah, but I think she's one of those that you have to say that you go Amelda Staunton and people go who, like, what? and then you go she was blank, and then everyone goes, oh, uh, I think they want somebody that you don't have. Meryl to go. Streep. Yeah, and you're like, oh yeah, oh, of yeah, course. Meryl Streep. Yeah, yeah Ben Miller and Hello Dolly. Sure. Oh, there's yeah. a revival that. Oh, that's a revival yeah. that's coming out. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Imelda Staunton is really fantastic. I'm trying to think of other great people. Yeah, I'm assuming if you're a good Martha, you'll probably make a good Mama Rose. Yeah, right? right. Seriously. Although I have to say, you don't see a lot of Mama Roses on Broadway that also can is capable of playing Martha. Well, it's oh, Patty Lapone. Uh, she played it. She could. Oh yeah. She right. Could. Yeah. I mean, Bernadette Peters is too pretty. I think. Yeah. That sounds horrible. But Martha, I think, is not supposed to be. Yeah. A voluptuous. It's it, that was also my problem when they put Bernadette Peters in a Sally. In Follies. Yeah. Can I say that? Should I say that on there? Yeah, we can. I think we can say that. Is that okay? Yeah, Is why that not? Okay? She was wonderful. <laughs> I'll cut that out. Well, you know, the, the, uh, and, and then she, so interestingly enough, when I, during little, I feel, I don't want to, I feel like I talk about Little Night Music every episode and I don't want to feel it that way. But, but when the show was Just set to. Just call it another show. The show was set to close. Um, and, and we were all closing notice, couldn't find a replacement for Catherine Zeta. Um, and Bernadette had not been asked. And then she was on a phone call with, with, with Sondheim. And he was like, she was like, he's, you know, lamenting that the show was closing. And she was like, um, how come no one asked me? Steve, it's my dream role. And, and he was like, Oh, good question. And then Trevor Nunn had not asked her because he thought she was too old for the part. Uh, Cause on paper at the time she was 64 and they were really playing Desiree as like the way she was meant to be, which is like her, a 45 yeah. year old or something like that with a 12 yeah. year old daughter, you know? Yeah. Um, but, but she, she saved the show and she came in and did it. And, um, and I don't know why I felt like they need to tell you that, but it was You're talking about great Bernadette Peters's. Yeah. Who actually, is kind of tied into my favorite thing. What? Yeah. Do it. Okay. I'm I'm going to give you something we have not talked about on this podcast before. I'm going to give you a genre. My favorite thing is a genre. Okay. I don't even know where to begin on this. And listeners, please go with me for the ride. Buckle up. The genre is Broadway actors in TV commercials. <laughs> Rob, that's not a genre. That it is now. <laughs> it is now. Broadway actors in TV commercials. Broadway actors in TV commercials. Okay. Okay. That is that Shame is my your TV commercials. Oh my god! I need su- I, have, I need such a life. Broadway no, act- it's amazing. Broadway <laughs> actors in TV commercials. Okay. So, ladies and gentlemen, I'm sure you we know some wonderful Broadway performers that need to make a little bit of extra cash on the side. So you might see them show up in a Broadway commercial every once in a while. So I want to walk you oh. through some of the greatest commercials that have featured our one and only Broadway performers. Okay. Let's talk about the ones that were known Broadway performers first. 
Bernadette Peters, if you remember, in 1992 was part of a Breyers frozen yogurt commercial uh, campaign in which she was supposed to eat Breyers frozen yogurt and have an orgasm. They were all sensual commercials. So it was Bernadette Peters with her strawberry ice cream. I love Breyers. I can't do an impression of her. That was pretty good. She literally just sounded like a fucking hound dog. Like that hound dog cartoon, and I'm so sorry. <laughs> you didn't sound like that hound dog. Hey, he's always weepy and weepy. She's very neat. Ooh, that was good though. Ooh, I'll get, I'll get it. Okay, but she's just like, I love strawberry yogurt. It's so good. Mm, it's so good. I love Briars. And I'm like, it's literally Bernadette Peters having an orgasm. Wow. But I was like, oh wow, that's so cool. Big star, Bernadette Peters. Yeah. Then the commercial rolled into another commercial. Uh-huh. Bernadette Peters, are you ready for this? Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to post this. You need to look this up. A Playtex bra commercial okay. from the 1960s, where before Bernadette Peters were Bernadette Peters. And she's waiting backstage, and this woman comes up to her. In the 60s? And I swear this woman is Allison Janney. She looks just like Allison Janney. I think Allison Janney's fooling all of us. I think Allison Janney has been around for 400 years and just isn't telling anybody. Right. She's but like she, a she doesn't look a day over 30, Amazing. right? That's the thing. Yeah. So this woman comes up to Bernadette Peters and is like, you know, you need a bigger breast size. Here, try Playtex padded bra. Try it on. What In what world do we need to give Bernadette Peters a bigger bra size? Yeah, no. What world does that exist in? <laughs> So it's Bernadette Peters doing a Playtex bra commercial from the 1960s with who I think is Allison Janney. Um, and, she must have been young in that. I mean, oh like, my god! Yeah. And then watch that, and then watch the Briars frozen yogurt commercial where she literally has an orgasm <laughs> over cookies and cream, which I do all the time as well. So well, I, I, I understand where her excitement is coming. Oh, of course. From. Do you remember the Nathan Lane Nyquil commercials? What? So before Nathan Lane was a big star, he did a NyQuil commercial. He's got his Nathan Detroit mustache, and he can't sleep because he's run out of NyQuil. So it's him banging on a par- neighbor's apartment stores asking for NyQuil, and no one's going to give it to him until finally one woman does. And he goes, you're the angel of mercy. That's Paul Lynn. That wasn't even Nathan Lane. <laughs> Nathan Lane's a little higher. That was good. You even did the, like, you looked like it for a second. It's sad. It's that look. It's the eyebrows. It is the eyebrows. You're right. It's all in the eyebrows. That's good. That's Thank really you. Good. I'll get it. I'll get it. Listeners, don't give up faith in me yet. I am trying to get an impression of somebody who is still alive, which is very hard for me. Sandy Duncan, Peter Pan, Wheaton's commercials. Uh, now this I'm recalling. Sandy Duncan. Rumor is she has a glass eye. She doesn't have a glass eye. Mm-hmm. It's all a rumor. I don't know. She has, both eyes it's work. It's just like it's not true? No, it's not true. Both eyes work totally well. So I don't know who. You're kidding me. No, I'm being dead serious. It's she a, doesn't have a glass eye? No, she addressed the rumor a few years ago. And she's like, I don't Did Peter Falk eye. have a glass eye? Peter Falk did have a glass okay, eye. All right. And Sammy Davis Jr. had a glass eye. Oh, my goodness. I didn't yeah. Know. Yeah, yeah. And Danny Thomas used to have a glass coffee table. Um, that's that's something I'll I'll talk about on another episode. I learned that from Gilbert Gottfried's not, amazing colossal podcast. I'm not touching that. What the glass podcast? <laughs> I'm not touching that. I think was a phrase uttered a lot <laughs> by the glass coffee table. Um, so Sandy Duncan has a wheat thins commercial where she's like talking about like I don't like doing anything that I'm going to feel guilty about. She goes, I don't even take the the tags off beds, but I can eat a wheat thin because I don't feel guilty about eating a wheat thin because they're baked. Not fried. And I'm like, this is the longest fucking commercial for you to tell me that you just like a wheat thin. 
Let the woman have a wheat then. Yeah, just, so, just eat well, it. When did it turn into psychoanalysis? I know. You don't want to do anything about guilt. I don't eat the fucking wheat then. <laughs> Jeez. Do you remember Lynn Redgrave? Oh, of British course, actress. Of oh my God. She was so wonderful in Gods and Monsters. You remember that movie with Ian McKellen, Brennan, right? So she used to have a Weight Watchers commercial campaign. The best one, I don't even think, I don't even know if she was on Weight Watchers because <laughs> she was always very svelte. So I don't know why she's talking these products, but she does one with about 23 great options that, Le- that Weight Watchers offers, but she sings it. And she's like, there is chicken parmesan and veal scampolini and da 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 da. I, the da da da's are not the no, yeah, yeah. foods. It's, it's, I just can't yeah. remember the words. Um, and then we also <laughs> have some, some, uh, some of our wonderful celebrities who, before they got famous, had mm-hmm. to make commercials. Uh, Jason Alexander. Oh, yeah. From The Rink, from Jerome Robbins Broadway. Funny thing happened. Not funny thing. Uh, the producers. Um, did a commercial for McDonald's for the McDLT, which was this amazing... The McDLT? Oh, you might ask yourself, what is the McDLT? It sounds like something you get after you eat McDonald's. <laughs> I have McDLT. Oh, my God. Oh, I got the McDLTs oh, again. I got McDLTs. Um, it was this brilliant idea for McDonald's. Uh, you ever get a hamburger from McDonald's and the lettuce and tomato, it's all like warm because the burger is so warm. So yeah. The McDLT was a container where the burger was on one side of the container and the bun, the lettuce, and tomato were on the other. So all you had to do was just whoop, flip the lid over and your cold, fresh lettuce and tomato would be on your hot burger and uh, you could eat it right then and there and enjoy it. It didn't have to all be hot and soggy and gross. Wow. I never. I thought like the point was never to look inside Still the burger. Still cannot cure cancer, yeah, but, but-, <laughs> but your McDLT... It's going to be A-OK. So Jason Alexander does a commercial about McDLT where he literally sings and dances in 80s songs singing the virtues of the McDLT. Um, brilliant. Uh, brilliant. So we He's going to love it when we talk to him about that. And yeah, get that's, him on that's all I'm going to ask him about. Yeah. I mean, there are other things I can mention, like Burt Lahr from Foxy doing the Lay's Potato Chip commercials. Excuse me, Lay's Potato Random. Chip commercials. But my favorite, my favorite. Okay. Lauren Bacall from Applause. Woman right. of the Year, and for many Leroy Reams anecdotes, <laughs> is her doing a coffee commercial for High Point decaffeinated coffee. First of all, she's on a shitty set to look like her apartment. The New York backdrop is so fake, and she just turns and she looks and she goes, I love having a large cup of coffee at night, but you say it's going to keep me up. Not with High Point. High Point It's wonderful. I love drinking it. The way she's direct, here's what I think was told to her. (laughs) I think somebody gave her a direction and the whole tone of the commercial is literally, fuck you. That's how you want me to say it. Okay. And she does the whole commercial like that. I love high. I'm getting paid regardless. Fuck you. Literally the whole subtext of it is fuck you. Who do you think you are? Wow. I love that. And I also used to love when she did her Friskies commercials. (gasps) Oh, yeah. She would feed a cat. Yeah. Friskies. For your cat. She needed that. She, uh, well, we've interviewed people that knew her, you know, in the later part of her career and that she, she did, she won the money. Like she, she. And she had every right to. Yeah. Any woman who could make the fan, which we had talked about as one of our favorite things early on, can do whatever she wants. Amen. So I am so sorry for the long, long rant. No, that's mine good. is a genre and it is Broadway actors and TV commercials, which we don't see anymore. No, we you oh, definitely don't see that You know what I didn't even mention? What? You know, Michael Arden of course. did a Domino's pizza commercial with Donald Trump. 
What? Where he's delivering a he's a pizza delivery You're boy. You're kidding me. Michael Arden is a pizza delivery boy, and he's delivering a new pizza, like a cheeseburger pizza, to Donald Trump. And he's like, "Here's your cheeseburger pizza." And Donald Trump takes a bite and goes, "This is really good pizza. You should call it cheeseburger pizza. You should be paying me for these ideas." And I'm like, "Wow, Michael Arden got to work with our president. That's how should, cool is that? He should be really proud. That's a that's a that's a high <laughs> high moment. <laughs> that's I, amazing. I cannot wait to do you know my my Wheatins commercial with Barack Obama. <laughs> I hope he I hope he's looking forward to that. Um, so mine, like I said, ladies and gentlemen, is a genre. Oh. It's Broadway celebrities. I hope he posts some of those. Oh, those are you are, kidding? Really, that oh, they're all wacky. bookmarked, ready to go. Oh my god! So it's a weird it's a weird one. And if you if I forgot one. Send it our way. Let us know what I right, what I right. forgot, <laughs> and make sure to have some decaffeinated high point coffee from Lauren Bacall. Do it, do it. I love decaffeinated coffee. <laughs> Just so over it. <sighs> I can buy and sell you all five times over with Bogey's money. Leroy, <laughs> get the limo. <laughs> <laughs> and if you want to know that reference, just look at part three of the episode of part Leroy Reigns. <laughs> Leroy, Leroy and Betty. 72. The the Bacall years. I love Leroy Reams. Me too. So much. (laughs) He is filled with stories. Oh my God, we just had him in that Valentine's Day concert Mm -hmm, you did. mm -hmm. And afterwards, uh, my husband and I got to sit with him and his husband. Oh, and he was telling us some great stories about some great stars, which I cannot repeat on the air for fear of libel. (laughs) But they were. But he's got them though. Amazing. Yeah. He literally started off with one story with, well, you know, fill in the blank, killed her husband, but they covered it up. <laughs> oh, actually, uh, you know who it is? Yeah, I think we told us that story. <laughs> we with Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing... The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. All right. Oh, yeah. What's your favorite thing? Uh, yeah. Uh, what? yeah. <laughs> Kevin just whispered it. Uh, yeah. So my favorite thing is um, mine's kind of an interesting one as well because th- this is not th- this is a musical, but it's not a, a musical anyone really knows. And there is a cast album, but it's not a cast album you're going to run out and buy probably um, because it is fine. It's not the greatest thing ever written, but it's very personable, personal to personal me. Personal to you because it it began my love of musical theater. It, it oh, truly Kevin. started me out. So I'm just gonna. It's, it's this is gonna. Go with me, friends, and go with me, Rob. But so in Elmira, New York, where I've, I've mentioned that I, I grew up, I was not born there. I was born in Allentown, Allentown, um, Pennsylvania. And then I, I subsequently moved. And then in, from first grade till I graduated high school, second grade till, through high school, 
Elmira. Elmira. Nice town to have a family. Um, And so uh, Elmira, uh, literature fans out there may or may not know that Elmira is the location where Mark Twain wrote um, his, a lot of his books. Yes. Uh, He had a a farm there called Quarry Farm um, and he married a a woman from Elmira. She actually went to the church I used to go to. and and then he wrote in Hartford as well, where he where he retired. But but he wrote many of his books in in, in a gazebo uh, that is actually on the Elmira College campus. So from the years of 1987 to 1995 in Elmira at the Elmira College geodesic hockey domes that were out in the country, these huge huge domes that were ice hockey rinks. They for those seasons 1987 to 95 they did Mark Twain the musical for eight weeks, eight performances a week equity contracts, um, and what they did, you got to picture this. So you, we've all been to ice hockey arena before. They would con- convert this full arena into a, a, a theater. So at one end would be the big set, which had a 40-foot turntable. This is 1987, a 40-foot turntable with a 50-foot high on one side of that turntable was for the almost the entire show was a house, the house on the hill where he where he lived it was a full replica of a house. And at the very end of the show, all of his characters from literature would come back and the thing would turn around the whole big house turn around and it was a full riverboat. What? And then so over the ice, they would place planks. So the whole arena was the whole, the whole rest of that arena was the playing stage. So you would be performing this spectacle on this ice hockey arena. And so, and I got cast in the very final season of this, this musical that was about Mark Twain's life. And I should give context. It was written by a man named William uh, Perry uh, and a woman named Jane Iredale. And they had written in 1986, Wind in the Willows that starred Nathan, Nathan Lane, Lane on Broadway. And Vicki Lewis. Yes, it? that's right. Yeah. So then this is night. This is a year after that. And David James Carroll. That's oh well. That ties in as well, my friend. Okay. So I thank you for making that connection. Um, and so so Elmira who produced this um, Mark Twain the drama. It was called Mark Twain the musical, or it could be the Mark Twain drama. That's what we called her now. And Elmira. It ran for many seasons, and like I said, it was a full production. You know, full professional production. I think they had like three equity contracts, um, and. Yes, there was one man who played Mark Twain all seasons. His name was William Purley, uh, and he was there when I did it. Uh, and I was cast merely because I could play the trumpet, and there was a trumpet solo, but it was not really playing the trumpet because it was already recorded because all the tracks, there's no live orchestra. It was it was tracked music. Um, and so I would have a spotlight, and I would, like, I would like do the right fingering, and I would play this trumpet solo. But the director liked me enough. And she said, I had a nice smile. So they threw me in all these other production numbers because I could sing. And so there was live singing. So that was my, I was 14 and that was my first taste of, and it was a, I got paid 120 bucks a week. I mean, it was a real, you know, a real, you know, quote unquote gig. And I worked with professional actors like your, I think your friend Tom Hand was in this. I would love it for him to find out. And if he was, it would be amazing if it was him. Um, But uh, yeah. And so that was my introduction and by trial by fire into what it is to, Oh, uh, dancers, they, uh, they went over to Russia and they hired Bolshoi ballet uh, dancers to come and be in the ensemble to be, to dance it. And so it was this, this, it was a true, Spectacle. I mean, the the original cast had like sixty people in it, and so what's interesting as well is that the original music arranger and director of this and orchestrator was William Braun, who did Miss Saigon, he did Wicked, oh my, he did Mary Poppins, he did Ragtime, so. Right and like so, this so there's an original uh, uh, there's a cast recording of this 
of this show. So you can actually hear the songs. It was a studio recording, I believe, because yeah. on this recording, and I've mentioned this before when he was my favorite thing, is James, as, as David Carroll. David Carroll singing one of the, the, the real I want song of Mark Twain because he wants to be a pilot on the Mississippi. You guys, I've mentioned it before and we'll find it and post it again. That now would be a great time to insert it if we were, if we could just put in a little bit of the song. He sings it's it's unbelievable and it's it's like it's i mean david carroll at his best and he it's high tenor it's like a high c at the end it's sick and it's so beautiful and stunning um and and the, and yes the the score i'm going to it's let's not say it's the greatest score ever you, you a lot of times you're going to hear like people like acting quote unquote and then they start singing you know and it's varied and disjointed but the orchestrations are beautiful and the songs are are pretty decent but it's a cool st- you get to go through all of Mark Twain's canon and um and and what he wrote and him talking about it and narrating you through his sort of life uh, and it really was a really, it left an indelible impression on me, obviously, because I decided to go into this crazy, you know, field we call musical theater. And the name of the recording again? So I believe it's under the title Mark Twain, the musical. If you just look up Mark Twain musical, then you'll, you'll find it. And Not it, that it's bell. on Amazon okay. and they, they like remastered it in 2009. I hear there's like, after it closed in Elmira, after like the seventh or eighth season, they went to Hartford and they they had like the big armory there because yeah. he lived in Connecticut and they produced it there for a season. It did not do well and then it stopped. But I believe there's a DVD of the actual production somewhere. Oh my gosh, so amazing. So you can find that as well. Are you in it? Oh, no. God, no. No, no, no. Mm. I, I wanted to see your young shining oh face. Oh my gosh, I was so young. I, Full of The hope. director had to like yell at me um, when we were rehearsing one of the scenes because I kept giving suggestions on what I thought should be done because I didn't know. I'd never done this before and finally she was like you i tell you what to do you stay quiet you stand over there like it was it was a good educational experience wow. i did not know like i you learned I something had never <laughs> so now i'm a very good actor when it now comes to being a part of the ensemble don't say anything that's right i shut up and do my job yeah so mark twain the musical it's a really random show but it was it had top-notch people involved i mean bullshit ballet dancers are you kidding me kevin that is that is so sweet it's so that is so sweet yeah. Okay, so Mark Twain the musical. Yeah, why not? Broadway actors in television <laughs> commercials. The genre, Ooh. a new genre invented on Man. the spot. And listeners, you were here for it. And if you made it through this entire podcast, listeners, well, I just want to give you a big hug. I, I would love to hug you, but I can't. I need my NyQuil. <laughs> that was my Nathan Lane asking for NyQuil. I couldn't tell. I didn't know if it was Nathan or... It, I, I, I thought it was Paul again a little bit. No, I, I'll, I'll get it. Paul yeah. would be like, you want some NyQuil? <laughs> I love, I miss Paul. Nathan Lane is a little higher with the eyebrows. And a little more like, mm. Mm. like just kind of like over it. You want some NyQuil? No, that's not. That's Paul you know, Lynn. Said, looking, well, uh, Paul Lynn looking apathetic. We, we, uh, we went to see him. So after Mark Twain the musical, I I I was like, I need to be in a show. So my high school they did one show a year. They did a funny thing happened on the way to the forum in 1995, and so we did it. I was Hysterium, and we went to see it on Broadway, starring Nathan Lane. Oh my God. Went backstage. You know what he said? Sitting there, he's like, "Careful what you wish for, kids. It might come true." Bye. <laughs> What? Careful what you wish for, kids. It might come true. Something familiar. <laughs> something peculiar. Oh, man. Something Thanks. for everyone. A comedy tonight. <laughs> so it was a B. Arthur ending with a Nathan Lane impression. Oh, you because you, you spoke the last yeah. word. Comedy 
No, uh, something familiar, something peculiar, something for everyone, a comedy tonight. <laughs> Raindrops on roses and whiskers on kittens, bright copper kettles and warm woolen mittens, brown paper packages tied up with strings. These are a few of my favorite things. I dreamed a dream of days to come Where spongership is high and money is forthcoming That's beautiful, Kevin. I really added a voice onto that one, too. (laughs) I really was trying to go for something there. Listeners, we love creating this podcast, but it does cost money. Please don't make me sell my Angel record. Oh my gosh, the original cast recording of Angel. That, like, nobody has. Nobody has it. If you like what we are doing and want to keep doing more of it, please head over to patreon.com. What? P-A-T. R-E-O-N dot com. Pat Rion. I feel like Pat Rion. <laughs> oh, yeah, Pat, Pat Rion. Rion. Pat Rion. Yeah, once you're there, search for Behind the Curtain Broadway's Living Legends. And of course, we don't expect to give without receiving some great rewards. Such rewards include behind-the-scenes videos, shout-outs on future episodes, mm. or episodes, depending on what part of the country you're from, because <laughs> I said episodes, and early access to some of our podcasts. Hell, for the right price, Kevin and I will come to your apartment and act out all of Agnes of God. <laughs> so head over, friends, to P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com to help us out. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.